Good evening and welcome to the Peculiar Podcast. It is Monday, October 17th, 2022, and we just want to welcome you in. We want to thank you for listening. We want to thank you for being a part of this podcast and for sharing it with others. And we just thank God for being able to do this podcast, for being able to share his word, his son, and the Holy Spirit. Um, Today, we are going to talk on this episode about servants and managers, servants and managers. And this sparked my interest because I listened to other minister talk about servanthood and uh, the things that God calls us to do. But then I studied for myself and God led me to the topic of servants and managers. So I went and got the scriptures that I needed and prayed about it and went to God. And then we ended up here. So as always, we will pray. Then we'll read the scriptures. I got four scriptures in the New Testament to share, and they'll be coming from the NLT version, the CEB version, which is the Common English Bible. And then we'll go over our definitions and then we'll get right into the word and share the meat of the word and the fruit thereof so let us pray dear heavenly father lord we thank you for this time and this podcast we thank you for jesus who is the ultimate servant lord we thank you for our friends family and loved ones lord we thank you for those that don't have friends family and loved ones those that are locked up lord and that are trying to lean on you and did something in the past that they're not that same person, but Lord have mercy on them and give them grace and peace. Lord, we ask for blessings for those in hospitals, nursing homes on the beds of affliction. Those that are sick and shut in, those are on their deathbeds. Lord, Lord, we ask that you lift them up, that they lift you up higher. Lord, just bless the school systems, bless those that are working every day in different avenues of life, and Lord, just bless us as we go forth on this mission and journey that you call life. Lord, let us do life with you and walk with you like Adam walked in the cool of the day. Lord, we thank you, we love you, and praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, again, this episode is about servants and managers, um, and we're going to get right into this. Uh, we're going to start with the scripture. The first verse is Matthew chapter 23, verse 11 in the New Living Translation, the NLT version. And verse 11 says, the greatest among you must be a servant. The greatest among you must be a servant. And that's Jesus speaking. And that's Matthew 23, verse 11 in the NLT version. Next, moving right along, we go to Mark chapter 10, verse 45, in the New Living Translation also. And verse 45 says, For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. And that was Mark chapter 10, verse 45, in the New Living Translation. Next, we go to 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1, and this is coming from the Common English Bible, or the CEB version, and it, verse 1 says, So a person should think about us this way, as servants of Christ and as managers of God's secrets. Again, that was 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1, in the CEB version. Finally, we have 
Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 in the NLT version in the New Living Translation. And verse 5 says, you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. And again, that was Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 in the NLT version. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. So moving on, we're going to move right to the definitions. And we only have four definitions this time, but they're effective and they're pertinent to what we will be talking about in servants and managers. The first word is servant, and it means a devoted and helpful follower or supporter. And that word was servant. Next is the word ransom. And it means the holding or freeing of a prisoner in return for payment, usually demanded. And that was the word ransom. Next is the word manager. And that is a person responsible for controlling or administering all or part of a company or organization. And that is manager. And then finally, we have the word attitude. And it means a settled way of thinking or feeling about someone or something typically reflected in a person's behavior. And that is the word attitude. So now that we're done with the scripture readings and the definitions, we're going to get right into this service, servants and managers episode. And I got excited about this and I know God is leading me in this so i ask that he moves me out of the way and just leads and gives us what we need so let's get right into it i'm so ready to talk about this topic i am it's just in me and i feel that these two things are sometimes overlooked and sometimes misunderstood in life sometimes um, servants and managers are seen in our lives daily uh, in many different forms and many different ways, but what are they in the realm of God's kingdom? So that's what we're trying to figure out. What are they in the realm of God's kingdom? First, servants are those who work under God and under Jesus Christ and under the Holy Spirit by helping, giving, and sharing with others. These people have a heart for Christ and for other people in general. And that's who God tells us to love is love the Lord and love others. So they're following that commandment. They follow Jesus and they know he was a servant before they ever came into being. So before they were even thought about in their mother's womb, Jesus was a servant first. So if we follow him, we will also be a servant. A servant has a heart a mindset, and the ability to do for others. And God blesses them with that. So we have to think in that manner when we talk about servants. Uh, these people rarely think of themselves and many times feel guilty for placing themselves before someone else. So again, they got a heart for God and they got a heart for others. Um, now, let me ask this question. Does this describe you personally or someone that you know so is that you or is that a friend or an acquaintance that you know is that you doing that serving or that type of serving if so god bless you um and if it is 
you or them should continue to serve and give as Christ did. So show that love, meekness, and affection the way that Jesus Christ did. Right? He, in fact, made the ultimate sacrifice for mankind by going to the cross to cleanse everyone's sins. Hallelujah. So he made a way for us and he paid the debt that he didn't know. So glory be to God for that. We thank Jesus for that. And we look to him because he did that. Jesus served us and he loved us so much that he paid the price for our sin debt by going to the cross when he didn't even have a sin debt. My goodness. So think about that too. He was the ultimate servant in his day to provide us with a great example for our lives when it comes to giving service to others. When it comes to being a manager in Christ, it is also a form of worship, a, a form of discipleship where you try to follow God or you follow God and you make sure you oversee those who you are attending to. So being a manager is a servant first. So you also have that servant first mentality and then you become a role model in Christ to others who you are serving or overseeing. So with that, to God be the glory for those people. This isn't to beat others down, but it's to encourage them, uplift them, and to keep others on track in their service for God. A manager should be caring, loving, kind, and have a good rapport with those that they work with, those that they lead, and those that they engage with. A manager is a vessel just like a servant is a vessel used by God to bless, to encourage, and to help those that are in need on an as-need basis. So they step up, they do the work, and they follow God. I see myself personally as a servant, and I try to do the best that I can do to be Christ-like without being pushy, overbearing, and over the top to the people that I share with. I want to share in love. I want to share in meekness and affection and give grace and mercy that's been given to me by God and Jesus Christ. So don't think that I'm on a high horse. I, I want to be meek and lowly like Jesus. I want to share. I want to love and I want to give. And that's just a servant's heart. And I've come to have that. And I'm thankful. And that ain't to brag or boast. It's to share because you can do the same. Many times servants and we as servants get hammered, we get beat down and we get abused and, and just knocked around, but we must have strong shoulders and an attitude just like Jesus Christ. So that means we're going to love in spite of, we're going to forgive, we're going to go through these things with a good attitude, with a good heart and a good mindset. To serve and to manage in the correct way is to do it like Jesus did. So if we as believers call ourselves Christians, we have to do what Jesus did. And we have to follow in the manner that he has laid in front of us. Now, when it comes down to it, the title of servant is great in the eyes of God. It's great in God's eyes. 
He said, a servant. So please choose to serve. When we choose to serve, God gets excited and then he can work through us and he can do so many things that leads us and guides us to treat others right, to spark interest in the Lord, to love on more people and to just be a light in this dark world. We're called to be the salt and the light. We, we need to have flavor, but the flavor doesn't need to be sour. It needs to be a good taste, an upstanding taste, a holy taste. And holy doesn't mean perfect. And I think people get confused about that. That may just be my next topic is holiness because people think that means being perfect. No, holiness is not perfect because God said, be ye holy for I am holy. And the only one perfect is him and Jesus Christ. But he wants us to pattern ourselves to strive to get to that point that we're not going to be perfect, but we're going to be doing the good things and the good works of God and Jesus Christ. And that comes in servanthood. It comes in being a manager and it comes in being a child of God. So now let's get to the text in this in the scriptures. In Matthew chapter 23, verse 11, Jesus makes it plain and clear. He makes it plain and clear. He informs his followers that the greatest people will be servants. Okay, you get that? Run that back. Jesus makes it plain and clear and he informs his followers that the greatest people will be servants. So it's best to be a servant. So get out here and serve, lead, do what Jesus did. The fact that Jesus points out servants as being great shows the emphasis put on servanthood. So we're blessed to serve. We're blessed to go out. We're blessed to give. We're blessed to love on others. So let's do that. Now let's move on into Mark chapter 10, verse 45. And it's a pivotal, a pivotal statement for Jesus to let people know that he did not come to be served. So Jesus didn't come down here to be served. He really didn't. He didn't come to be served. He tells the people that he came to serve. He came to do the work. So if he came to do the work and we follow him, we must do the work and serve also. He, he tells them that he came to serve. What a lowly and mighty king that we serve because he served us first. He could clearly focus on himself and, and do what he wants to do, but he chooses to focus on all of humanity. Now, that's a king that is greater than any other king I've ever heard of. And that's a blessing. Blessings indeed. He wanted to focus on humanity and not himself. Whew. Conceptualize that for a minute. Let it marinate. He even said he gave his life as a ransom for many. Now, I know y'all have watched movies and you've seen where they put up a ransom to get their daughter back or to get their son back or to get somebody in their family back. And there's a ransom note left. If you give us this many dollars or this much money, you're going to get your person back and you may not get them back. But Jesus paid the price for us and all of our sins on Calvary's cross. So that ransom note, it was paid indeed. It was paid in full. And he said he did it for many. And that many is those who choose Jesus as their personal savior and accept him into their heart and, and love Jesus. So 
what I'm saying right now is choose Jesus. He already chose you, but he's waiting you to, for you to choose the free gift of salvation, which is laid out there for us when he went to the cross. He cared for you and me, and he loved us all. So let that marinate also. Let's flip over to 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1, where Paul is speaking. And Paul shares some vital information with us. Paul shares that vital piece with us. He says, others should think about us as servants of Christ. And he said, they'll, they'll know us by the way we love, or by how we love, or when we love. So that's a vital piece. People are going to know us, or should think of us, as servants of Christ. So to be a servant again is a great thing. That means they should see us doing the work. They should see us sharing. They should see us giving. And they should see us devoting time to Jesus Christ's mission and the gospel. Spreading it to and fro. Also, he says, people should see us as managers of God's secrets. That's us overseeing God's mysteries. And some of those we don't even know. But if we're harboring and working for God, he'll enlighten us. He'll reveal things to us. Read the book of Revelations. That's a revelation of Jesus Christ. God's going to let us know what's going to happen. He cares for his people. That's an amazing thing. He loves you and he loves me. Now, finally, flip over to Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. And it tells us that we must capitalize that, must have the same attitude as Jesus. We must have the same attitude as Jesus. It can't be our little funky attitude. It can't be our little funky way. It's Jesus's way, his attitude, and the way he goes about doing things. This means being loving, caring, and sharing. It means putting ourselves last and others first. So stop your selfies, like I said before. Think about others. Project it somewhere else. It also means focusing on kingdom things. So get focused on the kingdom. Do some kingdom work. Go out and help at a meal and give to the poor and share with those that have less than you, less fortunate. Soup kitchens, clothes drives, giving out candy on Halloween or whatever. Because we don't, I mean, for me, I don't support Halloween, but I'll let my kids get candy. They don't do the gory costumes or anything like that. That's called the Day of the Dead. So we ain't celebrating him. We celebrating Jesus on top of them because Jesus won. He has the victory and will continue to have the victory. So get out here and serve. If you can serve anywhere, jump in and serve. Lastly, it means that his servants will not get caught up in secular things and in worldly ways. Amen. And by secular, I mean the ways of the world, the things that the world does, following them instead of following God and Jesus Christ. Our job is to share with the world the gospel that Jesus went to the cross, gave his life, rose on the third day with all power in his mighty hands. And he did it because he loves us and he wanted to save us from our sins. And he canceled the debt. He dropped the charges. He made it sure that we had a way. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And, and to come to God, you have to go through the Son. Mm. I just said something there. To get to God, you have to go through the Son. The Son. 
is the one that God gave permission to judge us. He's the one that is going to intercede for us when we have to give an account of what we did on this earth. Servanthood, managing, working, doing the work, showing love. God's going to count it all. And then after that, he's going to reward the ones with the rewards they deserve because Jesus said so. Amen. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this time to come and share about just serving and managing. Lord, we ask that you let us be better servants, let us be better followers of Christ, and let us manage better in our lives. Lord, let us go forth proclaiming Jesus as the Almighty King, as the One, as your One, Only Begotten Son. Lord, just bless us indeed. Enlarge our territory that we may tell more folks about you, that we may share about you, that we may give, that we may want to get right, that we do get right, and that we come to you first, Lord, for all things. You are the source, the only source we'll need, not this world government, not this world's money, not this world's situations. Everything is in your hands, and Lord, we trust you with it right now. We look to you, and we thank you. We love you and we praise you. Thank you for this time, Lord, where we could dip into your word and pour into our little basket so we can go forth. Lord, we thank you for all things and all things come of thee. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We want to thank you for listening to the Peculiar Podcast. We hope that you share this with somebody. We hope that you love on somebody that you serve and that you manage your life in the way that Christ would put him first let him lead, and then go from there. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Until next time, God loves you, and so do I, and there's nothing you can do about it. You are blessed to serve. Have a great week, and just keep on keeping on in the name of Jesus. God bless you.